Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Oh, oh Nelly! We're queer. Females. I don't know what this is, genuinely. I try to be on the upscale. Well, this, this is a sissy. Oh, yeah, I've been that many times. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's sissy, there's wussy, and there's pussy. Yeah, wussy. Every once in a while, you'll see like a comic doing a corporate gig or a college, and they have to say a wuss. Oh, but yeah. you're like, why can you say wuss and not just say pussy? We all oh. know wuss. Well, puss, a puss. Is, is a vagina. I know. Well, so is a wuss. No, it means no, wuss is not a vagina. That's what it means. A wussy is in place of pussy. Yeah, but I'm saying a pussy can be a vagina. A wussy, you'd never go, hey, I figured her wussy. That's true. <laughs> that <is> true. <laughs> well, mean, if it was we... wet, a wet pussy might be a wussy. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> or or if you got a, 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 a lisp. By the way, did you see <laughs> Joe Lisp? Aha. Uh-huh. You didn't watch any of the Oscars last night? I did not. I was on stage. Uh, Michael Keaton presented, and he had a lisp. Really? Has he had a lisp this whole time? Never heard a lisp. Can you acquire a lisp? Evidently, maybe it's for a role and he's method. Meth- method. Yeah, there you go. Method. But I'm like, I remember Batman. He never had a lisp as Batman. No, that would be weird. Commissioner Gordon. Wait, how do you lisp? I think you got to see, uh, like, your, your T's are S's. So you got to find a T word. No, no, no. I think like your S's thunk. are T's. Is that right? Wait a minute. Teven. No. I'm in the teat. No, street. Street. <laughs> You gotta say sweet. It's like your tongue is swollen. I think. Sweet. Yeah, I think your T's are S's. Oh, okay. He's a tough guy. Uh. Tough, tough. He's a tough, tough. I think it's like your tongue. You put your tongue in between your teeth. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very ethy. Can you Steven roll Swears. the tongue or can you? Oh, I can roll it? the tongue. Ask my wife if I can roll the tongue. I roll it right up in there. Oh yeah yeah. No, no, no. I mean the taco. Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can flip my tongue upside down. What? Check this out. I'll put it on the Patreon. Yeah. Possibly not there, McLean. No dice, Fatty. That thing is it's on budget. No, it's flipped. Watch. Whoa! Upside down. You I see what I mean? It. That was unreal. Flipped it around. I've never seen that in my life. An upside down tongue. I've never seen a tongue flip. Try it. No, not even oh, close. I pulled my neck. Whoa! I've never seen a tongue do that. That's insane. You went a full one eighty. Pretty, pretty wild, huh? Wet and wild. Yes, it's good. It's not really that. Uh, it's good for like a bar trick. You might be like get laid doing that, but once you're having the sex or intercourse, you can't. Nothing's it's, nothing doing there. Yeah, it's the same with the cherry stem thing. I never got that. Oh yeah, I was never. Uh, I was impressed, but never like whoa, daddy. No, no. I mean, I'd be rather you just blow me. <laughs> Yeah, if you suck on a, a strawberry or whatever it is. What's that called? A cherry. Cherry stem. You pop it. By the way, I've had se- I had sex with one virgin. There was no blood. I just fucked her. <laughs> I have a small dick or what's going on? Or was she lying? <laughs> I think she was lying. Really? Because I've had the big gush. But maybe she had a bigger cherry. My girl had a tiny cherry. Maybe she had a small cherry It was like pie. a pimple. Yeah. Well, she had a weird wussy. 
<laughs> um, but but when you, people say pussy, they're calling you a vagina. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So pussy, and then if you say wuss, that's like short for pussy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like saying you're a dick. Mm-hmm. It's the same as a penis. Yes. You're a prick. Same as a penis. Uh-huh. You're a cock. Same as a penis. Yes. But. Rule of four. You're a douche. It's not a penis. Yeah, but it's a, a thing to clean pussies out. You're calling them. You're still calling them the thing. You're saying you're a dick. Means I'm like wussy does not have anything to do with a vagina. Wussy means weak or sissy. You can't a wussy can't mm, be. That's the sissy makes that helps. There we go. Because a sissy's not a pussy. No. But I thought wussy was just like you can't say pussy, so you add a different like like wigger. But that's a different thing that's too. That's a different thing too. Yeah. yeah interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. We're breaking it all down. All right. Folks. So wussy. Yeah. You couldn't. You can't replace pussy with wussy in yeah. a vaginal text context. Yeah. Like I have a joke that I try to get on Conan, and it, but he wouldn't let me say pussy. But it doesn't work without pussy because uh-huh. a pussy has to also. Be a homophone for a vagina. Yeah, maybe you could say, well, you could say cunt, but that's not going to fly on Conan. No, not Because cunt is similar. Yeah, but it wouldn't work for the joke. The joke was, uh, I haven't heard the word pussy yelled that much since that time I blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because they weren't yelling cunt at the parade. Exactly, exactly. So, yes, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But cunt works the previous context of cunt is both a vagina and a A wuss, a bitch. I guess a cunt is more mean. Cunt is meaner, yeah. Yeah, cunt is like you're a mean lady, whereas pussy means you're a weak guy. Well, cunt, no, no, cunt to a guy means the same as pussy. Oh, if you say that, cunt to yeah, a woman, right. it's a meaner version of like bitch. But if you say cunt to a guy, it's a hyped up version of pussy. Oh, see, I see cunt as like a you're just a you're you're in the way. Ah, quit being a cunt. Yeah, it's like you're, similar, you're, you're but argumentative. Remember curb. Yes. That great episode, because yes. he wouldn't go in. He was being a pussy. He, was so being he calls a pussy. him a cunt. He calls him a cunt. That you, was you a great, cunt. What a great scene. Oh, cunt, one of the best. That was season cunt. one. Oh, man, uh, that was good. And he was a real uh, twink, that guy. By the way, speaking of which, I'm glad we brought this up, because someone called us out for not referencing Curb enough. Oh, really? Some guy was like, you guys talk about Seinfeld and the whole pod Seinfeld. Larry David, he's like, uh-huh. do you guys not like Curb? I never hear you referencing. But I think we referenced it actually quite a bit. Not nearly yeah. as much as Seinfeld. Well, let me let me put that right to bed there, Fatty. One, Curb is on HBO only. Seinfeld comes on 13 times a day, and we grew up with it. Right, right. So it's like ingrained in our... Deeply in there. ...wussies. And then Curb, you got to kind of find... You seek it out, and you, you do a little binging, but it's... And... As funny as Curb is, some say funnier. They're wrong. It's not as sing-songy. Seinfeld is so word-heavy, like they're picking and choosing. It's written, yeah. whereas Curb is not written. Yes, that and agreed 100%, and they're not as rewatchable. Ah. Like Soup Nazi, I've watched 50 times. I'll watch it 50 more yeah, times yeah, or 100. Yeah. I'd probably double those numbers. But Curb, there's a lot of downtime with Curb. You're doing a lot more waiting for a big payoff. All right. I'll give you that. But, boy, there's some good ones. There's some good ones. You do wait. And Seinfeld season one and two, and I think eight and nine, not great. Right. Curb, there's quite a few not great episodes. In Uh fact, almost like full seasons that you're like, this isn't great. You know know what Curb's like now? We're... This feels like a bonus. Episode. This is bonusy, like, but we'll get into all right, it. All right. All right. Sorry, <laughs> folks. This is for the real die cunts. So Curb is more like a Carlin set. 
Okay. Or Carlin catalog. Carlin has some amazing stuff, some of the best stuff ever. And then he's got some shit where you go, ooh, this is PU face. Yes. This is bad news. Now I'm disagreeing a little bit. I'll let you All finish. Right. But then Seinfeld, the TV show, is more like maybe a Chappelle or a Chris Rock where you're like, this is great. Like an old Chris Rock, I should say. Like, this is killer all the way through. See, I disagree completely. Whoa! I think Seinfeld is like Carlin because ah. it's groundbreaking. It's like the first one. So you let it slide on the shit. Okay. The, the ones that aren't great, you're like, all right, but wait, you see what the best of. The best eh. of it is the best ever. Interesting. And uh, I had one other point. And Curb... Hmm, I had one other point. I think I lost ah, it. Ah, I lost it. Ah, I lost it. But Seinfeld, Carlin makes more sense because it's like the best of. It's it's so good. It's the number one. You let some of it slide. And obviously, there's more bad. To me, there's more bad Carlin than there is bad Seinfeld, the TV show we're talking about. Yeah, that's why I think it's more of a curb because Carlin has a – it's probably like 60-40 good. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of bad. That's almost half bad. Right. Which sucks, but he put out like 14 specials. Right, right. But – I think Carlin, he, some of it is like you gotta you gotta wait for that payoff. Whereas Seinfeld, the best episodes the whole way through, it's magic. Right, right. So that's why I compare it with like a maybe a Burr or Louie more, where it's like boom, mm. boom, boom, boom. Whereas yeah, I can Carlin, s- you gotta like you gotta sit through some stuff. Yeah, that part I can see. But Seinfeld, if you start from the beginning, you gotta sit through two full seasons, and then that's you get true. into some great stuff. That's true. That's true. But um, it's also Carlin's early stuff. Some of it was rough. Yeah, it's a little wonky. You know, whereas Chris Rock or whoever came out of the gate flying. Right, right. Uh-huh. That's an, it's an interesting point. But yeah, we love Curb. We talk about Curb. Sure. Larry David's my hero. But uh, there's a lot. Seinfeld is, like you said, it's a little, it's longer, it's deeper in there. Yep. And you see it a lot more. And it's just, uh, it's just better. Yeah, it's more uh, polished for sure. I mean, Curb, how could it not be? Curb's like a, a crowd work guy who's got good jokes, but he's also riffing and raffing, whereas Seinfeld's like a perfect honed set. Yeah. Curb has uh, some amazing moments. There's also parts of Curb that are annoying. Like he has like the hair in his mouth for a full season. Every time they went back to it, I'm like, all right, all right. And like yeah. some of the Michael J. Fox thing is like silly. Right. And some, some of it's just like, this isn't, this isn't great. And sometimes he tries so hard to tie it all up. Yeah. It's like he goes some outlandish reason that that has to connect. Yes, and there's like repeats in Curb from Seinfeld that you're like, ah. I've, I already saw this on Seinfeld. Yeah, that's why the two man helps because you can check each other. Yeah, oh, of course. You that's know? why when when fucking Larry left, the Seinfeld was not exactly. As good. And when Larry does his own thing, there's no sign going. Hey, what about this weirdo? But there's a few Curb moments. Then we'll move on to some other business. All right. There's the uh, fucking <clears throat> Einstein telling the joke. To Jerry uh, and Larry is the funniest thing in the history of comedy. Unreal. Number one, it comes uh, to the sink. That that's amazing. Then there's a uh, take Uncle Milty outside <laughs> is one of the funniest lines ever. When the, the kid's got a big dick, kid's got a huge dog. And then there's that was the played uh, by Steve Rogers, by the way. <laughs> um, and then when the thing splashes on his face and Jeff's mother goes, "Someone go get a towel," and he goes, "I don't understand. Why don't you get a why towel? Why don't you get a towel? Oh, that blew my mind that's when I heard it. Magical." And, and then there's a million of them. I mean, I think Curb has more than that. I think it's got. You know, yeah, are you Jewish? You want to check my penis? Wagner was one of the great anti-Semites. All that stuff was great. How about the bald asshole? Or the Halloween. Oh, that's candy? amazing. Well, beloved cunt is one beloved of the best cunt. episodes in the history of TV. On. Beloved Come cunt. Come on. And how about this one? <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I bring it up a lot. Oh but the uh, when they're showing Larry and Cheryl the house. 
And she goes, the other day, the, the saleswoman goes, we saw a whale breach. And then Larry goes, can you shoot the whale? <laughs> yes. And yes. then Cheryl goes, don't listen to him. And he goes, no, no, listen to me. <laughs> that's like, that's just funnier than anything oh, that's ever that's happened so on Seinfeld. Oh, but come on. How about this one? He goes to the Starbucks. He's like in a good mood. So he's like, I'll get everybody's cup. What, what is that? A cafe latte? What's in that? Milk and coffee. Give me one of the vanilla <laughs> bullshit things. Oh, I love it. Vanilla bullshit things. <laughs> Is that Starbucks acts like you get it? They act oh, like they got so some funny. special shit over there. It's <laughs> coffee. Can you shoot the whales? <laughs> oh man, it's the best. I think I got a throat ache or something. I got a bump back there. Someone write in. I had a little bump. It keeps going and coming back. It looks like a going pimple. and coming. Yeah, that's not good. Really? Well, I, I think coming and staying is worse. I guess you're right, but something something's triggering if it's coming back up. Yeah, it's triggering, right? It looks like a tiny pimple, and then it will be gone for a while, and then it's back. I'm going to the Whoa. dentist tomorrow. We'll it's see. in the throat. In the throat. Can I take a look later? I'll show you. Yeah, I'll flip my tongue around and show it to you. Yeah, maybe that's what did it. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre, right? <laughs> that's gooky. The going coming is odd. But that's better than staying, because cancer comes and stays. Yeah, on your yeah. Ass. Jason, cancer. Are we 20 minutes in? Oh, 12 minutes. Oh, my God. I almost shit. Wow, that's a lot of curb talk. Well, we got to get into uh, each other's mouths here. Yes, we will later. I want to see that tongue flip again. That was outrageous. Let me uh, let me find some notes here, because I got a lot. I mean, I got a lot happening. I went to Key West, and we oh. did the benefit. Do we, should we get into the benefit? We got to talk about the Patrice O'Neill benefit, the best gig ever. Well, I don't know. It was the best gig ever. It didn't I, pay very well. I had, to, I had to hype it up. Yeah, that was the sentence my brain came up with. No money. No money. Yeah. Well, the the uh, the mom gets it. No, that's good. Yeah, that's nice so to help. We did charity work. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did service. Where? Uh, what do you call that? Uh, what's the benefit now? Uh, philanthropist. Philanthropist. Oh yeah, that's a little extreme. All right. Well, we did a philanthropy do. A philanthropic endeavor. Oh. Wow, that was quite a bowl. That was pulled. a great bowl, Fatty. Um, what was I going to say? There was something. What do you think if you bowl. had to say, speaking of best gig ever, if you had to say your best gig ever, what would be your best gig? All told, wow. all things considered. Good question. Well, you see, every now and then you'll be in bumfuck dick town and you just have this magic set where you just go up and everything falls into place. All your materials hitting. The crowd is good. You're good. The night is good. Your dick is hard. Everything's working. But I'm not saying best set ever. Ah. I'm saying best gig. Okay. The best gig. Meaning even money. on paper. Oh, on paper. Even before you went there, it was I the like best. I like Scissor and Rock. But all right, I'd... Well, but I like com- Rock. I thought he was better in the 90s. Uh, but. <laughs> well, my favorite porn is Scissor. I like... I did Carnegie Hall. I remember that night. I missed a cellar spot that night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a big no-no. <laughs> that but, was a big fuck-up. But uh, that was just one of those magic... You you know, open for Schumer, it's usually a two-man show. For some reason, this night, Kyle Dunnigan, I think... She wanted to throw him a bone, so she put him up first. So now I got a cushion. Mm. So I'm used to going up cold in front of 10,000 people. Now I'm going up warm in front of 5,000, whatever the hell it's That's hot. That probably and paid that, a pretty penny. That fuck, oh, it paid well. And that goddamn theater, it's built before speakers, so the sound magnifies or whatever the fuck. And every seat was full, and it's just glorious and grand. It's all very grand. Mm. And uh, I just had the set of my life, and everything worked, and... You know, I had to do 12 or 15, so it was short time. Esty was there. She Saw Me Kill. Gnome was there. Comedy Central was there. Everybody was there. Wow. And I just had the set of my cunt, 
and I got out of there, and it was great. That that sounds like it might be the best gig ever. It might be the best gig. It's Carnegie Hall. Wow. Yeah, that was something. I somebody took a photo of me shaking her hand, like bringing her on, and you can see it on my face. It's somewhere on my Instagram or Facebook. I'm like glowing, and yeah. she's glowing. Like it looks like her feet aren't even touching the stage. Wild. Double glow. Big glow. Yeah, that night I missed Soul a Village glow. Underground spot, and I remember she was in a good mood because she came straight from uh-huh. there, so it kind of let me off the hook a little bit. That's right. But I still had to, you know, cower and be like, "I'm a piece of shit." Yeah, you gotta cower. You gotta get on the knees. But uh, there was reasoning why I missed it. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, that problem. is a good gig. What do you got? Well, I'm thinking Best it's hard to say because I don't want to just say world. the tour, but like Louis Europe tour, I'll pick one date out of them if I have to. Uh-huh. But private jet from city to city in Europe wow. doing seven minutes. That's insanity. So, like, maybe, I mean, the best show out there was probably, like, Paris. We were at the uh, Circus Theater or something like that, I think it was called, which is the last place the Beatles played before coming to America. Oh, good movie. Yeah. Um, way, way before coming to America. Uh-huh. Um, but it was uh-huh. uh, Paris. We stayed at the Sofitel Hotel in Ooh-wee. Paris. I did seven minutes, packed. Oh. Hot, got fifteen hundred bucks. We did two shows, so yeah. three thousand bucks actually. Yeah, Woo-wee. but uh, yeah, you're staying at like a world class hotel with a balcony. That's got to be it. Paris with Louis. Yeah, I didn't know we were putting hotel and flight and. Well, I'm saying gig. Right. I'm saying gig. All right, that's interesting. That's what I'm saying. Even on paper, so private jet, no travel, netting the money. Yeah. Seven minutes. Par- yeah, that's insane. But I'm saying gig. Yeah. All right, well, now i got to go back to my Rolodex, but uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay, all right. I, I want to think, but both solid answers, I yes. feel. So- oh, solid as rocks. Yeah, it's not a competition here. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Uh, well, anyways, <laughs> we do the Patrice benefit. We get the call oh. a while ago from uh, the Burr. From, well, from Maureen, texted me. Can I say I feel like I had a hand in me? I don't know how you got on, but I think I had a hand in me getting on. Tell me. Well, I was sitting next to Pam Loshak. Uh-huh. She's Bill Burr's publicist. She's Chase. She's Soder. She's worked with me before. She's got everybody. Yeah. So, Ari. Ari, yeah. All the fun cut-ups, you know. She likes dudes. <laughs> So uh, who doesn't? Yeah, well, Can I just say one of my favorite jokes there. ever. Please, we're talking jokes. Curb and Seinfeld, The Simpsons, where uh, Homer's hanging out with the gay guy, but he doesn't realize. And then Marge goes, "Homer, he prefers the company of men." And Homer goes, "Who doesn't?" <laughs> wow, that's Woo! great. That's one of my best jokes. All right, favorite great. jokes. I mean, all right, all right. All so right. sorry. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting next to her, and we're in the back of the Village Underground, and somebody's on stage. And I go, so who's doing this uh, Patrice benefit? She starts mm. rattling off the names, and I go, that guy? I'm not going to say who. I'm like, that guy? He's doing it. He's doing it. What do we got to do? Come on. The whole system's rigged. I hate everybody. I'm gay. You're fucked. And she goes, well, let me talk to somebody. And I think that's how I got on. Really? Yeah. I was like, why not him? Why not her? Why not him? Why not her? And she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, that guy? Really? This is Pam or Maureen? This is Pam, See- and she texts Maureen. I want to give you more credit than giving you credit. Does that make sense? Because you want credit as being like, how come this guy's on? I want to give you the credit as you're just a great comic, one of the top comics right now. I think because the other, the, 
a few weeks ago, whenever it was, I was sitting there talking to him, and then you and Sam walked in. He's like, that's Mark Norman and Sam Marill, right? Who said that? Burr did. What? Yeah, and you ended up hanging out with him that night. Yeah, yeah. And well, I was I, like, I yes. On. And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to know who all these new guys are. He's like, there's so many great comics, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then uh, later... I ended up doing the gig with Seinfeld we talked about on Gotham. Yeah. And he's like, you guys are the new guys. You're killing. So I think he just is aware of. All right. They well, keep saying new. All these guys say new. I've been in comedy for 18 years. I know. It takes a decade to get a little, uh, a little attention. But I'm just saying, I think he likes us and he thinks we're funny. But I think it needed that nudge mm. from, from, from me complaining a little. Maybe it needed a nudge. But I, I think he just knows who you are and thinks you're great. Uh, well, how could he? I don't think he's watching. I don't think he's going to clips. Ah, these people, they watch. That's how those big guys are. Louie knows who everybody is. Uh-huh. Quinn knows who everybody is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, the guys that don't know who everybody is, they have fallen off. Yeah, they're out of touch. And they Should probably... touching more people. Stink now. Yeah, they probably do. But anyways, we got the text, and then I got the text with Maureen, because people just group us together because we have a podcast, we hang, but uh, right. I got the text from Maureen, she's like, t- sends this long text, do you want to do the benefit, and blah, 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 and I'm like, great, and she's like, all right, we got you and Mark are going to do it, and then I was like, oh, I don't know if she's texted you yet, uh-huh. so I didn't want to be like, we're doing the Patrice, right, right, and so right. then like maybe five minutes later, you were like, Patrice, and yeah. that was very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Because this is, you know, you talk about new faces, you talk about Conan, all these milestoney things. This is the real inside comedy shit. This is like, we all love Patrice, huge fans, handpicked by Burr. This is like respect shit. You get new faces and some fuck up in a, in a fedora goes, all right, you're in, your agent emails you, you go, oh, great, I'm doing new faces, maybe I'll get a, a TV show out of it. This is like... Hey, people recognize that you're a good comic and that you care about it and that you're in the mix. And they're comedians. And they're comedians. It's always nice to get something from a comedian than it is to get something from, you know, whoever the fuck. Especially a comedian you respect and who, you know, you know his stuff, you look up to, blah, and, blah, blah. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, so that was huge. And it just shows you're not, you're not, uh, slim pickings. You're not, that's the wrong word. You're not scraping the barrel. Yeah, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, you're not, you're not good. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was Caddyshack. You know, yeah, you're just uh, you're somebody. You, you you're got somebody. You do, you're doing something right. There it is. Although, of course, I was like, "Are you sure? I don't know Patrice. I, I'm not friends with him. What sure. is this?" Sure. Which, by the way, well, I don't want to fast forward. I'll get to it. But uh, so, anyways, the big night was upon us, and then we met up early. And something happened to me that day. I oh, yeah. What, oh, I left therapy. I didn't get any seller spots, so I was feeling a little bummed. Yeah, yeah, didn't we get were a spot. you off a ledge there. But I walked to the park, then you texted. You're like, I'm up here early, and I'm like, I'm up here early. We met up at the Columbus Circle Mall. Yes. Which was fun. Went to the Ted Baker factory. A uh, factory. Store, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cute. You, uh, you walked in wearing all Ted Baker, and the lady didn't give a shit. Yeah, she didn't really care, but then she made an interesting... Uh, proposition that you get a 75% discount because they want you to wear Ted Baker. Right. So if I wanted to buy Ted Baker, I could get a job, work one shift, spend $1,000 there, and get whatever, $75,000 worth of clothes. <laughs> yeah, wow. And then quit the job. Threads. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I could buy everything in there. It sounds like a curb app. It's not bad. It's not bad. 
I'd like to come in just to see you working at a register. I mean, maybe I'll buy you some items. I would like that. You come in. And now, oh, we can do a whole coup or whatever you call. I pretend I don't know you. Yes. And then I try on a bunch of clothes for you. Ah. Then, uh, you know, I give you my, I, I type in the discount, which I'm sure is a, against the rules, but I'm sure. quitting anyway. You're quitting the gig. So then we both get 75% off. Wow, I love We can do a whole bonus app about this. Yeah, maybe I'll try to get fired because I don't need to get another job. I'll take my balls out and put it on somebody's sure. head. You could get uh, unemployment. No, I didn't get to work for a while oh, to get that. Oh, that's right. There'll be a lot more people taking advantage of that system. That's a good point. Not that there's not people taking advantage of the system. Don't tweet me. I understand. Oh, boy. The wall. <laughs> it's going up. Uh, anyway, not really. It's not up. Uh, but anyway, so we walk over to the gig, and uh, and we knew one of us was going to be first. I was oh. sure it was going to be me. Well, we know everybody. This guy's on SNL. She's on Netflix. He's uh, got a radio show. And we had no juice. So no we juice. One of us will be going the bullet. But you got more juice than I got juice. You got you got a Netflix. I know, but it doesn't mean anything. You it got doesn't a juicer. matter. I got a smoothie. I do. I do have. I don't have a juicer. I have a smoothie maker. Whatever. Ah, okay. But anyways, we go in there. I'm first. But what a lineup! Gaffigan Bale. Well, he was stuck in Aspen. Hey, I missed guess. a flight or something. A little place called Aspen. <laughs> we look at the show, and you got the hot spot. You're third. I got the best spot. It in goes the city. me, Brendan Burns. He's a low, uh, foreigner. You. Then it was going to be Big J, then Michelle. Yeah. But, but Big J was late for his radio show because Michelle was going to have a tough spot following Big J. That's yeah. no that's no cupcake spot. That's not a peach spot because he riffs and raps. He goes off the cuff. He's so goddamn natural and effortless. What a what a comedian. I mean, Killer. that guy is as good as it gets. And it's, it takes so long to get the respect in this biz. Now, he's yeah. a 20-year guy. Yeah. And people start to bring him up. Oh, and Big J's great. He should be brought up with Chappelle to me. Wow, Chappelle. Yeah. Gullman and all those guys. Sure. These guys, uh, Big J, I mean, you ever see Big J eat it? Not one. I've seen him eat, <laughs> but I've never seen him eat it. I mean, he just kills, and it's crowd work, it's bits, story. No matter what situation he murders, he has to go last on every show. I got a story. I did the Impractical Jokers Cruise. One of the shows was in the lobby of the boat. Hmm. So basically just like a little, uh, not little, it was like a big ballroom kind of thing where it was just open. And people were just coming and going, so they have to walk through. What? And he was killing. I ate a dick. Stan Hope ate a huge dick. And then Big J went up at the end, sat on a stool, and just ripped it. Well, here's the thing about Big J, and this should be the end of all these conversations. He's not a hack, right? No, no, he's great. So he's a non-hack that has to go last on the show. Yes. So how is he not the best comic? I mean, this Burr, obviously, like there's famous people that can go after him. Yeah, yeah. But he would also be fine following them. Yeah, he can do it. He can do it all. He's now, versatile. It's one thing if you're an unfollowable hack. If you're like, hey, yeah. that guy's going to go up there and do whatever. But he's a, he's purely original. He's completely himself. And yeah. everyone's like, would you mind going last? Nobody wants to go after No one you. wants to follow Big J. But here's the knock on J. Big J is one of the best. But he's, he's dirty. He's blue. So I think... You can't work him everywhere. I see, but I like I like blue. I love blue. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying for the dumb industry. No, I understand, but fuck the industry. I'm say, I'm saying just talk around the water cooler. Yeah, oh yeah. Now he's the king. Everybody knows that, and uh, he's still so sweet and humble and nice. Sweet and humble. Yes, I agree. Like pie. Yeah, pie. That's uh three point four 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 four. I believe. No. Shit. It's 3.145 or 5.4, and then it's all crazy numbers. It's like yeah, 9, 6, 0, 3, 2, yeah, it's wacky. 1. 
You're thinking of one third. 3.3.3333. What is that? I mean, 33.333. Naked gun? Repeating. Yeah. And a 33 and a third. I don't know. Maybe you weren't thinking that. Don't you hate when people say, you're thinking this? Yeah, I'm I like, wasn't thinking I was that. Thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about pussy. All right. Uh, all right. So anyways, we get there, and then uh, everyone, starts, everyone starts showing up, and then Burr's there. Everyone's nervous, you know, Gallman. Yeah. And- There's food everywhere, and uh, all the characters are there. Like, all the all the lady comedy people who help out are all there. Well, I don't know what you call them. Like, the in- I guess they're like the... Uh, the industry? Women in- of the industry? Yeah, but they're like the cool ones. They're like the ones we know. Like, we all... They were running bar shows when we were starting out. Oh, yeah. Now they're like in in the mix with all the cool comedy stuff. They're you all know. sight for sore eyes. Oh, they're all... Yeah, yeah. you got uh, Becky and Louisa and uh, McCullough and uh, there's a couple other ones. But yeah. those are the, the, the pillars. Yeah, you walk in, you're like, oh, Becky's one of those people. Every time you see, you're like, all right. I love that back. She's like the big J of, of, of non-comedians. Yeah. Every time you see her, you're like, oh, thank God. And no matter what you go through in this biz, you know, it's like, men are scum and me too and all this. You, you know, sometimes you get like, oh, I'm a guy. Do these women hate me? You know, I like to fart and blow a snot rocket and put my finger up my friend's ass. Are they grossed out? Am I a gross cis dude? Then you see them and you go, nah, we're all cool. Everybody's chummy. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good feeling. It, it was is. a it was a lovely feeling all night. By the yeah. way, also Rebecca Trent was also oh, there, yeah, there and, uh, lady and uh, part. Deb. Yeah, Deb. Yep, yep. Uh, Louisa. Yeah, so it's just great. And you show up, and I always have that like, ah, these guys are all amazing. I don't I don't feel like I belong here. But you go, fuck it, I was picked. Yes, I- I'm in. I'm on the lineup. I'm on the list. And uh, it just feels good going out there. Like a lot of tweets. So you had you to go up first. So Rich Voss hosts. Yes. The legend Rich Voss. And it's 3,000 people, big balconies, beautiful New York City Center, beautiful theater, sold to the brim. And you go out there and just rip it and wrap it. And everybody's going, oh shit, this guy's first. Right. We got a hell of a show ahead of us here. Hot crowd. Well, first of all, Cypher Sounds did a great job. He does some fun stuff beforehand, so he's doing kind of bits and jokes. Gives a little flavor. Voss did about 12 minutes. Then he gave me a gift by referring to pedophiles as pedophilias. Yes! And I go, pedophilias? And then Burr came over, and he's like, you better shit on him for saying pedophilias. Right. And I was like, no. Blood of pressure. No problem. And then I just walked out and went, keep it going for Rich Voss, and then waited a beat and went pedophilias and yeah. that got like a laugh so yeah. i was like i don't have anything else on that but come on <laughs> and also rich said this guy's from boston so he's good friends with patrice and i feel like i had to address it i was like i'm not friends with patrice at all yeah you ad- you're an addresser i have to address i was like I've, i met him four times he made fun of me he wouldn't be able to pick me out of a lineup especially now but uh <laughs> even the day before he died he would be like maybe he would be like oh DePaulo's open or maybe maybe but i think he would be like oh maybe i've seen this guy even that i don't know well who uh <clears throat> who, when'd you work with him when'd you meet him at DePaulo's barbecue like three oh. years in a row and then one time at stand-up new york we sat next to each other and i tried to be like hey nick DePaulo's opener and i don't know he said something <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking fuck you you an alcoholic nerd whatever oh, wow pretty nice guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> friendly so, so uh, I just felt like I had to, and then later, uh, 
Vaughn was like, hey, thanks for saying that. We appreciate it because we all looked at each other like, what the fuck? Oh, Which good is, for you. It's good to address. You got to address Gettysburg. Because I'm like, I'm happy to be here representing a new generation of comics or whatever. But you're not going to bullshit anybody. I don't want, I'm not friends with Patrice O'Neill. Right. Yeah, no. yeah. All right. I respect that. <laughs> nor, nor was I. But uh, so I had the pedophilia's line, then the we weren't friends line. Both got laughs. And so you're like, okay, this seems like it's going to be good. And then you do the first bit, that hits. And then they were just hot. Yeah. Those big theaters, it's like doing a TV tape. Yes. You just feel like, let me just get these jokes out, just say the things. They're getting the laughs. And once, you, and similarly, once you get a couple laughs, you're like, it's smooth sailing. We're having fun. Oh, yeah. And we do so many cum-guzzling funny bones and mall comedy and rough rooms and Saturday late shows, all that. This is just cake. It's lunch all day long. And all you got to do really is a comic because you know the bits you know what kills, you know what works, you know when the callbacks are. So you just got to uh, time it out with their laughing. Yes. And once you got that down, it's uh, easy peasy. Well, that's the great thing about putting in all the work. Yes. Is that when it's time for a big one, my cross-country track and field coach used to say this all the time, mm. practice is hard, so the meet or the match is easy. Ah. Uh -huh. You That's why when it's, what's his time, you just do the thing. Yeah, yeah. We like put in all the hard work already. You got the weights off, and you're not running through the mud. Yeah, you suck your own dick and come in your mouth. But uh, So I went first. They killed. Then you're thrilled to go first. Yeah. Once you, once you I kill. I was jealous you were done. You're done. And then uh, you went up and had, I would say, the set of the night. I know I, you don't want to say it. but I, I feel like it was hard to gauge from the side. It was hard to gauge. Because I was seeing some people like, oh, this is bad. Then I would kind of get closer. And I'm like, oh, he's killing. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to gauge, but you killed. Everything hit hard. And, uh, I mean, set of the nights, I'm, I'm saying it because you killed. Everything hit. But you were also the new guy. Right, we're the new guys. Right, right. I was the, uh, no one saw it coming. I was the sleeper. So obviously, like, Burr crushed. Sure. But even him, I think they were getting tired. Yeah, it was a long show. It's also, t I mean, I, it's not even worth saying set of the night because it makes it competitive. Yeah, yeah. No but it was amazing, and I saw a ton of tweets saying, he, he fucking killed, oh, I saw he the ripped. Same by you. Yeah, <laughs> now that was a fart. Some guys said my farts are pathetic. I heard that. It's very hurtful. Yeah, come that's, on. That's insensitive. So yeah, Wolf went up and killed it. Then uh, Big J was so great. Big J just comes in, he sits on a stool, and he's got a chain wallet hanging. He's just murdering. It's yeah. amazing to watch. And then uh, Gullman. Gullman's always great. We know one of the best writers. We all love the gull. And uh, Chris Red had a good set. He ripped. Burr went up and just took it on home, baby. Who are we forgetting? Anybody? Uh-oh. Did we forget anybody? I don't think we forgot well, big, anybody. Uh, big, fat, pale gaff didn't show. Gaff again uh, couldn't make it, which was a bummer, too, because you, you, you want him to see it. You yeah. want all these big guys to be know you. But he's another guy that knows everybody. He knows right. what everyone's doing. You think? Oh, yeah. When okay. I see him, like he's like, oh, hey, Joe, how's it going? He's oh, like, oh, you hate nice. these hacks or whatever. Yes. So I think he's aware, and I think he checks lineups. He, he likes to, they like, you got to know who's coming up. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. The best ones do. We like comedy. Like the fact that some kid is probably like 19 or 21 starting comedy, he's going to write a joke I've never heard. That's exciting. That's, that's the wonderful thing about jokes is that in the entire history of the language – no one has ever put these this series of words in that order. Unbelievable. And when they did put them in that order, it resulted in unbridled enthusiasm. Yes. Just joy, involuntary laughter. Well, you're on today with the vocab. <laughs> you took all these words, you put them together, and everybody went, ha, ha, ha. 
Yeah. That's insane. And no one did it. It's insane. That's what's great about stand-up is it's one guy's or one gal's. One person. One person, one fluid, transitional, binary human being. You take one personality and it tweaks and twists everything up. There's no committee. There's no, let me try this. Let me try that. Maybe if you thought about this, it's just your own Juj. Oh, similar. Juj. in my face. Juju. Yeah. And you just take it and you, you put it out in the world and it's great. And sometimes it's awful and sometimes it's amazing. It's uh, it's very exciting. It was a big night. Then the after party. Oh. Which I said, first of all, the after party was like 12 neighborhoods away. It was far. It was <clears> a half hour drive. It was in the Lower East Side, half hour drive. That, that drive... Oh, we had a rough car, too. We had a bad, bad group. But um, a couple deviled eggs in there. It was not pretty. First of all, I don't understand why the after party is not in the same location. Well, they want to allow. First of all, I think we had to get out of the venue. All right. All right. But why isn't it across the street? That's the question. I've always felt this way. We've talked about to me. A party is just the people. Right. It's about having this group of people. We're all going to hang out. So why do we have to travel seven miles? Yeah. Why not just have this group somewhere close to here? I agree. So we all traveled down there, and it felt a little done. It felt like uh, Billy. It felt like Billy Batts's welcome home party. Oh, the balloons yeah. were dying. The, there was nobody was really exciting or celebrating, yeah, and then uh, we kicked the shine, shit out of a guy that did. Bucks. Uh, <clears throat> but um, we went down there, but that ended up turning out to be a good hang. We had some meatballs, and yep. then you, me, and Michelle Wolf, and your dame, and Becky you talked about what. Guys, we would fuck. That was pretty good. Yeah, Shane Gill there. And, oh, uh, Shane Gillis, yeah. Yeah, so we all just pulled up who's hot, who's not, because it's so fascinating for a guy, because women know who's hot. Yes. And guys don't know who's hot. We think we know, and then you go, what about that guy? And they go, oh. But then another woman go, I agree. I think he's hot. So you're like, wait, you disagree, but you agree, and you start getting in there. Yeah, you want to know. But then when you start hearing who's really hot, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well for me. No, no, but, you know... It, there's a lot of this uh, extra bullshit factored in with the lady. Huh? Yeah, I got something. You got something. I got. You're funny. You're nice. You're smart. Vocab, glasses, <laughs> hair, something in your throat that keeps coming back. <clears throat> yeah, you I got stuff. That. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get Invisalign, maybe. Oh, you think about it? Yeah, shave my pubes and get Invisalign and see what happens. Mm, I'd keep the pubes. <laughs> We'll see. But anyways, it was a special night. Proud to be part of it. And yeah. uh, I feel like more something else happened in there that I wrote down, but I can't remember what it was. Something happened. Uh, a Gaffigan no-showed. The food was fun. I loaded up on granola bars like you wouldn't believe. The food at the after party sucked. Burr came up and apologized for the food. Yes, he did. Which was a nice moment. And I, in my head, I was like, get a photo with him. But then I said, don't do it. Yeah. And then he bailed. He had to leave. He had a flight to catch. And, uh, yeah, it was just a great night. I went home and made love to the lady and uh, had a couple scotches. And, yeah, it was just one of those great nights. You take the whole night off, you do 12 minutes, and that's it. Yeah, special night. By the way, was the lady perturbed when I hopped out of the car? I got a bad vibe. Oh, no, that was nothing. Oh, all right, because she did a, all right, bye. And I was like, oh, should I have said I love you and I think she wanted to keep hanging. Oh, she okay. likes you. All right, all right. I got nervous because I, I took an Uber some of the way to your place. Right. The Uber driver was very off-put. He sucked. I jumped right out of it, but 
Well, I think I got nervous. She got a laugh out of you at one point. Might have been a fake, but either way, we'll take it. No, it's probably real. And uh, boy, that meant the world to her. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, well, you're a tough nut to crack. Well, uh, you know, I got uh, I got problems. I got well, anger. I got issues. <laughs> I just came from therapy, and I'm very upset. I'm going tomorrow. Uh, good thinking. So tell me about. It. I want to hear about the big uh, ring of keys. Key West. It's actually quite little. Ah. Went down to Key West third year in a row. It's uh, like a uh, uh, diary key. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I did the Frank Costanza. It's like he's got some kind of uh, <laughs> phobia. It's a silver dollar collection. Oh, I love that. That guy is so good. Oh yeah. Sung Young Moon. <laughs> um, anyways, Key West went down there, and uh, my pals, Joe Madouse and Tom Dustin, they started this room together, and uh, it's really blossoming. It's turned into a real thing. It's a great room. It's a good layout. It works. It always sells out. Key West comedy. You got to go down there. So I went down there third time going. The first time, Sarah and I, we na- I nailed the travel. I flew to Fort Lauderdale Wednesday night, just stayed in an airport hotel, mm. woke up fresh the next morning, drove down. Then took the Saturday off and just hung at the beach. Ooh. That's the way to do it. Bookend it with some so low stress. Wait a minute. I didn't even see a beach. Well, we went to Miami. Ah. But there's a beach in Key West, too, a small one that we found at this place called Lagerheads Bar. Oh. They have a man-made beach at the bar. Like outside, what? it was a little. We went swimming in the ocean. It was fun, or the Damn. Gulf, whatever it is. Oh, geez, because I had to get on the jet ski and we'd go to like a sandbar. Well, that was about it. Yeah, that's fun. But this is this place called Lagerheads. They bring the sand down from Miami, and just dump it on like uh. the rocky road to Dublin, and made it a beach. Sure, um, good ice cream. So it was pretty cool. Um, but so yeah, so this time. I had the flights were expensive because it's peak. You got to go down in April or something. Yeah. Everything's expensive. It's Valentine's Day. My mother's gay. So yeah, big day. We got <laughs> we got the flight. Six a.m. flight. Oh. And it's JetBlue, so it's JFK. Ah. So we got to wake up at four a.m. Yeah. And we go to bed at two. I can't go to bed early. We've talked about Same. it. We go to bed at two. I toss and turn like a fucking big douche. Yeah, wussy. We'll like a manatee that we would later see. Oh. Oh, way to bury the lead, Patty. <laughs> or a woman T. Aha. Um, Person T. So we get Mr. T. <laughs> so we get or Mrs. I bet you the fool. <coughs> T Bone. Ice T. So we get uh, nasty. So we get <laughs> down there. 4 a.m. flight. We wake up. The alarm goes off. Ah, it's one of those. Tees. It's ah. <laughs> I didn't mean to tease you. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm missing some T cells. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up. It's one of these ones where the alarm goes off, where you have this. This one, you know, it's no good. When you go, it goes, ah! you know, like that. Where you go, ah, jeez, because I've been asleep for eight sure, minutes. Sure, sure. So we wake up. It's 4 a.m. We're off to JFK. I'm in the Uber. And now you know me. I got what we call Joe CD. Yes. I quadruple check everything. I oh, look yeah. at the terminal. It says Terminal A. Now, I'm no fucking fool. I'm familiar with JetBlue and JFK. That's Terminal 5. Ah, you know your terms. So I go, Terminal A. There's no Terminal A at JFK. I look. It's LaGuardia. What? JetBlue has just recently moved over to LaGuardia. Good for them. So I'm so happy I double. I did a quadruple quintuple check. Good for you. You're Octomom. Said, uh, hey, we got to take it uh, to LaGuardia instead, which is about 20 minutes closer to my house. Yes. So now we get there. We're the only ones there. There's no security. We walk in. It's 4.12 a.m. Woo! 
<coughs> and the flight leaves at six. So now Sarah hates me because we're just there nine hours early. Yeah, she hates you. And uh, I'm eating Frosted Flakes like a douche. Mm-hmm. Get to Fort Lauderdale. They're great. Rent a car. <laughs> the shuttle's 20 minutes away. They ah. drop us off at the first location. It's all Enterprise Hertz. But I'm, I rented from fucking Steve's rental. Wait, wait, in Miami? This is in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, sorry. So uh, I go and I go at Hertz and Enterprise and all these big things. I go, hey, where's uh, you ever hear of fucking Pete's crazy caps? Yeah. Crazy <laughs> rentals. And they go, oh, that's down the street. You got to get a different shuttle. Ah, I hate the shuttles. So now we got to wait 20 minutes for this shuttle. I'm on two hours sleep. Finally get that shuttle. We go over to fucking Willie's rental car. Yeah, oh, big Will. <laughs> a piece of shit car. Uh, Hop no. in that thing. We drive. It's a four hour drive. Then I see a Chick-fil-A. Four hours. From yeah, Miami. Fort Lauderdale. Oh, oh, geez. Sorry, I keep saying Miami. Fort Lauderdale to Key Smith West, song. plus traffic. Oh, I got another fire. Let's see if this one's a fucking dud, you jerk. <laughs> I love a good jerk before a fart. <laughs> now, that was a dud, baby. <laughs> that, one, that one spilled out like a Oh, gun. God. <laughs> it smells like asshole. Jesus. Flip your tongue on, upside there. down. It'll work. Woo-wee. Oh, I got something going on my throat. That thing spilled out. Oh, man. It <laughs> sounded like you dropped a pitcher of Kool-Aid. God damn, that was wet. <laughs> I think oh, I'm Open a window. I got a throat problem. I'm serious. I think I got HPV-related cancer. You might. You might have got a Michael Douglas. You never know, because I like a, a face sit. So oh, it can happen. Sure, it's happening sure. to a lot of young people, and I got a bump back there. It's a little coffee. Uh-oh. I don't know what's what. Maybe we'll take a look. I'm going to ask the dentist tomorrow. The dentist? He doesn't know about the throat. you got to go to ear, nose, and throat. Well, I'm going anyways to the dentist, but that does say a lot of the throat cancer people say your dentist will know. They know. Oh, They'll see right. something up. And he's all a doctor, right. so he's studied something. Yeah, Dr. Schmachter. <laughs> anyways, uh, we drive down. I see a sign for Chick-fil-A. Now, I've said this before. If I was the mayor or the governor or the president, whatever the fuck... I would make a law. If you have an advertisement on the highway that says food, this exit, by law, it should have to have the mileage mm. underneath it of how far off the exit. I like that because you, you could go 10 miles out of the way. It says Burger King, this exit, Chick-fil-A, this exit. We come down, it's 3.2 miles, ah. which is 6.4 down and back. Down and back. So you just added six miles to my trip. And this isn't Highway 6. This is fucking some town bullshit. Yes. So that added about 45 minutes to the trip. I don't even want to get into the whole fucking story. It was crazy. I'll get into it. We ate Chick-fil-A. Then I'm in a left turn only across three lanes. Mm. And there's a huge gas truck or something like an 18-wheeler, one of those giant rigs. tanker. Yeah, a big tanker in front of us. And we're in traffic because it's a, not a protected left, so it takes us literally 25 minutes just to take Come a on. left right here. I swear to God. That's insane. Because it would be one car every every light cycle. Yes. And there was about 10 cars in front of us. And you don't get the arrow. There's no arrow. <clears throat> There's an arrow, but the traffic on that side sucks. So it's all gridlock. It's hard uh, to explain. Okay, so you got to wait. Yeah, so finally, and the arrow is very brief. It's a brief arrow. Hate a brief arrow. So finally, 18-wheeler gets the arrow. And he starts t- turning left. So I start turning right behind him. I'm like, all right, finally we're getting through. And I'm yeah. frustrated. I'm ready to get back on the road. 25 men. Yes. So then what I don't realize, the truck, the rig is so big, it couldn't complete the left because it hits the sidewalk of a gas station. Ooh. But I'm right on his tail. 
And now he starts backing up. Oh, you're in the middle of the intersection. And Sarah starts freaking out. She's like, you got to back up. He's going to kill us. It's an oil truck, you piece of shit. And oh, I'm like, no. I can't back up. There's a car right behind me. And she's like, well, why did you pull so close? I'm like, I didn't fucking know he was going to be able to take the left. Of course. How often does that happen? You give people space to make a left? Normally you just make a left. I know. And the truck, it's not even an 18-wheeler. I'm giving you a bet. It's some kind of truck I've never seen. It's like some kind of crazy construction. It's like a huge behemoth. Eventually, he's so stuck, long story short, he just powers it over the curb and pulls into this gas station thing because he can't even make it out of there. Wow. So I cruised along behind him. Are we honking? Are people honking? Is there a situation? No one's honking, but it's a situation to us. And like we're like screaming at each other. She's like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, I'm doing the best I can. And you're on no sleep. You're gay. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, it's not my fault. It's his fault. Wow. I'm not not tailgating. I'm like the appropriate distance behind. And I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. We're going to be late. Yes. Sing it, sister. So anyways, we get out of there, drive all the way down. There's traffic on Route 1, so we're exhausted. Thursday's show, though, Key West, Comedy Key West, one of the best shows I've ever had in my life. Wow. Now, you're napping? Not really. Woo, because you're on two hours, you're shifting gears, you're on a different hemisphere, basically. But here's the thing. I'm dead tired, but once you get there, you go, I want to get out here. I'm in Key West. You got to get out. We only have a day and a half. It's beautiful. You're finally out of the car. I want a cigar. It's not helping the bumps in my throat. (laughs) That could be it. Ah, It could be a polyp. I bet it's a polyp. What's a polyp? Those are bad, aren't they? Nah, polyps all right. I don't know. You can remove a polyp, but a polyp comes and goes. Is that right? Yes. But it's teeny. Yeah, I can't have a teeny Paul. Okay, all right. Maybe I got a teeny Paul. Yeah, pocket Paul. Sounds like a mobster, Teeny Paul. He was a bad man. Mm. <clears throat> Anyways, he would be big. There's always a, they always call yes. the tiny guy big or whatever it is. Ironic names. Aha! Uh-huh. Get the papers. Get the papers. So that one's not ironic. <laughs> That's pretty literal. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it right after I said. It. I was like, I wonder if he'll let that slide. And no, old old dressy. Uh, Josie D. <laughs> so we get down there. <laughs> We start, we're walking around, we're having cigars, <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I mean, I'm pooped. He's pooped. I'm telling you, I'm pooped. I believe it. So I do, <laughs> I do the set. But one of the best sets, I mean, Sarah had the set of her life. Yeah. I had a fucking one of the best sets I've ever had. Thursday crowds are hot. Great show. I sat out there, had my second cigar of the day, Johnny Paul. Jesus, Tony Soprano over here. But the polyp was there beforehand. Well, you've smoked a few in your life. Yeah, but not, but you think that, but then it's like George Burr, like people smoke a cigar a day. That's true. I smoke about 50 cigars a year, maybe. Oh, all right, all right. In the summer, bad. it's more. I mean, I'm, I'm smoking maybe one every other week on average. All right, all right. For most of the year. And then the summer, I'll have, sometimes I'll have two on a day, if I'm in Florida or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. <coughs> You're not W.C. Fields over here. No. Was he smoking cigars? I don't think so. That's nah, a bad Mark riff. Twain. Twain, maybe. Groucho. Groucho is They all I lived a long said. life. That's true. Cosby, too. He's scar? Oh, he's a big cigar guy. Mm. Bill Cosby, 49, he's smoking a cigar. It's great. Oh, wow. How do you like that? Oh, my God. I got to pick up the pace. Oh, jeez. Sorry. We're, we're dingling and dangling. We do the show. Now, here's the other thing that happens. So, they're, it's so expensive down there because it's February and the whole thing. They couldn't find a hotel. Tom's calling me going, the hotel's going to be $900. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. You're going to kill the whole profit margin. Yeah. So I'm not making a profit anyways. But, uh, sure. So he finally goes, we got a deal. We got the super deal. There's an old man, the Curry Mansion, famous, mm. big old mansion, hotel, old house. 
The guy gives me the attic. He's like, I only rent this out what? to family members. It's not really a full room. And we're doing construction. Huh. And the bathroom is outside of the room. It's one how, of these deals. How'd they find this gig? To- well, Tom's like the mayor down there. He talks to That's everybody. That's true. He's the Key West mayor. So we go in there, K-W-M. and the guy's like, there's going to be construction at 9 a.m. They're giving us the super discount. So at 8.57 a.m., circular saw right next to my head. I mean, it's a fucking, it's outside the room. Right, I put it on Instagram story. I mean, they're right outside there, so no sleep. It's a gag on Money Pit, the movie. It was insane, no sleep, and uh, so it was a rough sleeping thing. Uh Saturday we drove it. We did the shows, were amazing. Friday, not as good as Thursday, but still great. And we just have the best time down there. It's like family. You know, Tom and I have been friends for almost 20 years. We lived together for years. He's the funniest guy. Yeah. Um, so we just had a great, great time. We walked everywhere. We went to the beach. We swam. And uh, just a good time. When I'm in Key West, I just feel great. There's nothing like having that air on it, your skin. When you're walking air. with short sleeves. It's so true. 82 degrees is just Perfect. It's perfect, and and everything melts off of you. You know, like you don't have a care in the world in Key West. I was walking through those residential streets, like where Tom stays. Yeah, the trees are blowing. The there's no the people going by on bikes. You got a beer buzz. It's something nice about it. It's really beautiful. I hate Duval Street. I'm a Buffett guy. I just love the the scene. I love I love the city, the town. I love that room. I love what they're doing with it. So yeah, go check thing. it out. Check it out. It's lunch. It's a, they're doing a real good thing down there. If you get to Key West, pop in. It's the only game in town. It really is. And then we went and did Miami. Miami was fun, but also it just exhausted. There was a 45-minute backup, just blood red on the Google Maps. Ah, period. And then you know what it turned out to be? Uh-oh. Take one big fat guess. Is it the, the rubber neck? No rubber neck. I would have killed for a rubber neck. It was a flea market. What? They got a big flea market in fucking Suck Your Dad's Dick Key, mm. and it's all they have. So the parking is on one side of Route 1, and the flea market's on the other side. So every time a pedestrian crosses, they stop the traffic. Oh, it's one lane road. That's it? 45 minutes. I was hoping to see a death or a leg or a blowjob, but it's just a fucking flea market. Wow. It's bunch, a key bump. Yeah. A bunch of re- rednecks just waiting to cross the street. So Yikes. Anyways, Miami was pretty good. I met a nice Tuesday down there. Took a photo. He loves you. He had a photo with you from Irish Exit. All right. Key West was magical. I'm back. I'm exhausted. I go to Fort Worth on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's coming up. Yeah, this Thursday, Fort Worth, so Thursday, wait, Friday. Saturday. What'd you get? Two days down there, and then one day in Miami. Yeah, but not even a day in Miami, really. We just drove. It literally took like it almost took five hours because you stopped to eat, and then that traffic was brutal. Yeah, and there was a second traffic for a flipped car. That was actually pretty neat to oh, see. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Finally, a little action. But anyway, so then we uh, we got up there. And by the time we got up there, we took a nap there in Miami, yeah. did the show, and then came right back. All right, well. And then a 7 a.m. flight Sunday, so I was excited. Oh, man. Oh, God. So I had the wor- I had the exact opposite. You had Key West, 82 degrees, air on your ass. I had fucking Syracuse, snow up my dick, wind chill, fuck your mother, eat my own semen weather. The whole thing. Syracuse, my least favorite, whereas you're in like, one of your favorite places. Yep. And I'm on the top, you're on the bottom. It was brutal, but... Some Tuesdays came out. It was a little better. I had an orange game, which they lost to Duke. So that, like, killed the whole city. Crazy game. You know what happened with Bayheim there? Oh, he ran over again. Yeah, dead yeah. As, dead as a traffic flea market doornail. Exactly. 
So that couldn't help their uh, coaching. No. But uh, so we had that. Then we had something else. It was a it was a tough tough go. There was like an Irish festival at some point where they're drinking outside and yada yada. They got green beer and their mom's gay. So it was a tough sled. But uh, I got Sean Murphy out there. He's a killer feature act. So good. Check out this guy Sean Murphy. I don't think he has a video up on YouTube to save his life. But this guy's a killer. He's like an uglier you, I'd say. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty ugly. <laughs> How are his farts? No, I don't think I've heard of He might queef, but that, I haven't heard a fart yet. Okay, okay. But man, he's a good writer, good joke guy, and he's a real comic. You know, like when the when there's a host on, and uh, he's going, all right, the host is doing this. I got to step it up. I got to pick it up. Then he gets off, and he's like, they're okay. They're a lot of work. You got to watch out. Left side's talking. Like, he gives you the goods. Yeah, like a soldier in your in your foxhole that you want. I like that. I like that, too. I hate the guy who goes up and bombs, and he goes, all right, where's the bar? You're like, what? How is it? What's going on? We're still working. Yeah, I've been both those guys. Same. <laughs> I'm, I am both those guys. I'm talking about myself. But, uh, yeah, so he goes up, and he's the perfect guy you want at a, at a tough club. That's a tough room, that Syracuse. It's in a mall. It's next to a Margaritaville. It's in a shit town. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I think I'm there in August or April or September. Good luck. One yeah. of the months. You were at Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett. I was at the mall one. The original Margaritaville. Yes. Oh, yeah, that just became a Margaritaville. But that bar is dead no matter what they it put in there. It's dead all week long. Every time I go to that funny bone, I walk out and there's one guy singing a sad tune to one fat lady. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, every time. Yeah, it was. that was the guy singing. <laughs> So uh, it was. Uh, we got through a lot of ice cream. We had dinosaur barbecue. We did everything you can do in Syracuse, mm-hmm. which is three things. And we got the morning, the hotel breakfast. You live it up. You live and learn. I flew the the, the lady out. We made sweet love. We jizzed all over a hotel room. I ruined the sheets and the blinds. And uh, what what else did we do? We did the mall. We oh, we got sushi one day. And yeah, so Sunday gig, flight out on. Monday morning, it's a 48-minute flight from Syracuse to Manhattan or Brooklyn or whatever. It's Queens. Queens. So I got a flight at 9.30. So I go, I'll be in New York by 10.45. I'll be at my house by 11.30. We're going to do a pod at 1. This will be easy peasy, Japanesey. Wake up a little early, get the morning breakfast, stuff my face with horrible eggs. Get to the airport at 8.30. I'm right on time. Say bye to the driver. God bless America. Get there. Oh, flight's delayed. All right. It's a 48-minute flight. I can sit on this. Don't push the panic button. Yeah, not yet. And then canceled. Oh. You hate to see a cancel. Throat canceled. Yes. Cancel culture. So I'm like, God damn, because, you know, we have delays all the time. You rarely get a cancel. Yeah, almost never. Almost never. I had like five cancels in my life. So I go, God damn, we got to cancel. So now I'm going, all right, let me call United, get on the next one, see what else is available. Everything's out. It's and booked, Jerry. Booked. So I, now every businessman and Tom, Dick, and Anal are on their phones going, ah, oh, Johnson, I told you to get me this, and I, I'm not going to come in today. And there's a pregnant lady like, I'm going to give birth right here. <laughs> you know, everybody's panicking. You know, it's, it's mayhem. So, so I think outside the cunt. So I go, hey. I took an Amtrak here. Sure, mm. it's a six-hour ride, but at this point, I look at my United app. I'm getting out at 6.30 p.m., getting home at 7.45. Ooh. So you lose the whole day. Yep. So I'm like, I'm not going to sit in the airport, and I don't have a hotel. That's checked out. Yep. So I go, let me check the Amtrak. There's an Amtrak leaving in 38 minutes. Okay, okay. And I go, 
Now we'll check the Google Maps, see how far Amtrak is from the airport. Exactly. 18 minutes. There you go. It's 20 minutes to you and me. Now you go, well, now I need a lift. So I call the lift, or I, I go do a lift thing. 10 minutes away. Ooh, so now to 10 minutes of space. Yes, but then you got to think, okay, these Amtrannies, they don't take, they don't, they don't wait till you're on there. They leave at that time. Certainly do. Yep. But. They're late a lot. They are late. Yes. Yes. Much so like hope. Patrice. So I go, all right, let's do it. I get the goddamn Uber. And every now and then, you know, these Ubers will fuck you right up the tailpipe. But this guy was like, what's that? You got to get there? We're going to make it in six. Oh, ah, all I right. I that guy. The, the gung-ho guy. I love the gung-ho guy. The GHG. It. Yes, the gung-ho guy. Horrible Asian name. So we... Barely, he's like, I'm from Syracuse, born and raised. I'm half Puerto Rican. I'll stab you right now, bitch. And he's just driving, cutting and zigging and zagging through the highway. It's like crazy wind. All the schools are closed. There's snow everywhere. He's zipping. So we get there. Boom. Get my ticket. The whole thing. 30-minute delay. Aha. Ah. At Amtrak, they're always delayed. Always delayed. But either way, here's the clinker. We got to wrap this up. Clink me and wrap it. So I get a text. Or a, uh, an alert on Ooh. my phone. It's from United. Flight is now back on. Oh, come on. Leaving at 1230. Now, the Amtrak would get me home at 4. Okay. Or 4-ish. And I go, ah, that'll get me home at 1.30. And I go, do I go back to the airport? Is that a, even a... A thought? That's a tough move. That's a tough move. Toughest move in the business. They might have given away your seat, by the way. Well, I don't think they can legally. Oh, you just walked away. You need to walk away. away. Okay. I need to walk out. So now I'm here with a dilemma. I'm like, I got a train booked, bought, 20 minutes out, and I'm here, and it was a 25-minute Uber, or $25 Uber, or I could go redeem my flight get home at 1.30, and go back to the airport. Mm. So I go, what do I do? Ah, and I have a couple hours, because the flight's not till 12.30. So I go, ah, I can think about this, but that train's so a the coming. the train is now. The train is now. Slow train coming. So I go, I'm going to do the train. Nice. going to take the train. Good work. You think so? I think so. But I would have gotten home three hours earlier. Yeah, but who cares? We're here. It worked out. We're, we're going to a killer pod going. You're home. You got a flight credit, I assume. Well... I get on the train, get another alert. Uh-oh. Canceled. Yeah. So right you did the right thing. Fuck the airline. It's too windy out there. It's the wind brutal. stinks. Yeah, stinky wind. It's a mighty wind and uh I listen windy to the wind. Heat. To the wind of my soul. And you're you're putting some hot wind on me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> sure am. So what are you gonna <clears throat> what do you got coming up? Well, this weekend, as you know, uh Fort Worth Fort Worth kid. I'm at the Fort Worth hyenas. Uh-huh. Excited about uh new city. I've never spent any time in that city. I so. hear it's the best of the hyenas. Oh, that's what I've heard too, yeah. Uh, that's what they say. So come on out to that one, Hyenas, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then the following weekend, Magoobie's Joke House in Ooh, Timonium, Maryland. That'll take it out of you. Yeah, that can be work, but I'll be down there, so come on out. And then uh, March 20th through the 24th, kid, I'll be at the fucking Vegas Comedy Cellar Ooh. with Ari Vecchione, you, and you uh, Vitor. Right. Yeah, baby. We're going to have a great time. The weekend after that, last weekend in March, I'm back at Rooster Teeth Feathers. I love that club. They're always good to me. So please come on out if you're in the Silicon Valley. Uh, Sunnyvale, Rooster Teeth Feathers. I don't know the dates on that. Whatever it is, March 28th or something, 29, I think it is. 27, uh -huh. 28, 29. And then the weekend after that, 
lot of road. I'm on the road hard. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Cap City Ooh. in Austin, April 3rd, wow. 4th, 5th, 6th. 6th is my birthday. Come out, pack the show. You're going to have a blast We're gonna down have some in fun. A-Town. Magnolia, SoCo, and Lime, the whole thing. So that's uh, me, comedianjoelist.com. I just upgraded the, up, updated the site. Come on out to that. Oh, here comes another fire. Wow, that was the closer. <laughs> that was a heavy one. It was a little delayed, but you got it. Yeah, a little zhuzh on it. Uh, I got some fun stuff. Philly, this weekend, my favorite club in the country. I can't wait. One show's already sold out, so get on it, folks. This is gonna this is gonna go. I got my album coming up, so I'm really just bringing the heat. The the hour is honed. It's tight. It's gay. So come out to Helium in Philadelphia this weekend. It's all the way through Sunday. So get a goddamn ticket. Then I'm doing a fun little pop-up show in Baltimore on the 6th of March. Are you there then? It's a Wednesday. Yeah. No, I leave the next day. Ah, well, I'll Maybe I'll come down that day with you. That's called Gin and Jokes. That sounds uh, fun. I hear it's a hot show. I can't wait. Big Umar had me there. So then I'm in South by Southwest. I'll tell you what shows I'm doing. Then I'm in Royal Oak. Love Michigan. <clears throat> good town, good people. Then we're in the Vegas. You mentioned that. Then I'm doing Comedy Club on State, folks. Madison, Wisconsin, one of the best comedy clubs in the whole goddamn universe. Atlanta, ATL, Laughing Skull, Tempe Improv. All you twats who've been asking, when are you going to come down to Phoenix? When are you coming to Tempe? When are you coming to Arizona? This is it. Tempe Improv. I got Chris L. coming down there. Then we got some hot stuff. You know who, maybe working in Europe, not saying anything. Rochester, New York, comedy at the Carlson. Bananas in Hasbrook Heights, coming back to Jersey. And uh, a lot of fun stuff. Mark Norman, comedy.com, also Tacoma. And uh, yeah, check the Patreon. We got video up there. Tell Burr we said hello. We thank him. We love him. We love you. Kiss your aunt on the cheek. And uh, yeah, praise Allah. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs>